Welcome to Vibe Talk Music. I'm your host, Vibe Queen. In this season, we will get vulnerable with a variety of guests discussing their journey to self-awareness and how we can level up the collective consciousness in the music industry. So let's vibe and talk music. This episode is brought to you by Artist Collective, guiding artists and entrepreneurs through the music industry. Learn more and join for free today at artistcollect.com and get back to the music. All right, so welcome to Vibe Talk Music. Uh, today's guest is JC. He's been in the music industry for about three and a half years. I'm super excited to have him on. We connected through a community called Artist Collective. I've been a part of that community for about two years. Um, so JC, welcome. Um, before we jump into it, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, why you chose the music industry, uh, your connection to music, and uh, we'll jump into a fantastic conversation. Yeah, and, and first and foremost, I just want to thank you for having me on uh, the podcast. I'm a big fan and just uh, just excited uh, to be a part of this right now. So, um, yeah, just, just to give a background, uh, like you said, I, I've been in the industry for about three and a half years at this point. Um, as a kid, I've, I've always loved music. Uh, it's been an outlet for me. Uh, my aunt was a folk singer, and I used to help, uh, like, rodeo her shows and and bring all her equipment to every single show. So I've always had a deep passion for music and been around it my whole life. So um, about three and a half years, me and a good family friend of mine, uh, we actually founded Lockwood Studios together. uh, And we started that in the North Shore of Chicago. And, you know, as, as time went on, we continually built our platform and I had the opportunity as a co-founder and a, a studio manager just to network with a plethora of artists um, all throughout Chicagoland and and even artists in, in other states as well. So I continued to build and build. And um, I found interest in artist management uh, through a lot of my clients asking me to manage them and things of that nature. And it actually wasn't something that I necessarily intended to get into. Um, but just having the experience of, of people actually asking me to manage them, I figured, you know, let me actually do my research, study up on it. And, and that's exactly what I did. I've been blessed to have multiple mentors in my life um, to support my decision. And uh, actually, in, in these past two months, I officially launched Topside Management, my, my artist management company. So. Wow. Congratulations. That's exciting. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun time right now. Definitely. It's a good time. Very cool. So now that you are officially a manager, um, what, what advice would you give to artists that, you know, are looking for managers? Um, is there something specific they should already have in, in order or what would, what advice would you give to those thinking that they are ready for management? For me, I'd, I'd say a big thing is falling in love with the process. Um, I think I, I just, I come across a, a big amount of artists who really want that uh, overnight success. And, you know, the, the reality is, is it's, it's very unlikely. And, and even if it were to happen, you're skipping so many steps um, that it doesn't set you up for longevity. 
Uh, so what I always suggest to artists and what I look for in artists are artists who really find value in the process, artists who are assertive in their own learning, um, who actually want to understand the business. Uh, it's very important that you do. Even if you are ready for a manager, uh, you still want to have a role in your business because at the end of the day, it's still your business. Even if you're having the manager do a lot of what we would say business or admin work, you still want to be knowledgeable of what they're actually doing for you. Um, it's your brand, your business, your music, and and you want to be able to have uh, informative and productive conversations with your management and be in alignment with with your vision uh, for your career. So I'd say the two, two things that I really, really like from artists are people who understand and value the process of building their brand and, and their catalog. And also, like I said, just being assertive in, uh, in their own learning and understanding that it's a continual process. It's not really a finish line type of game. You don't just cross the finish line and say, all right, I'm good. You know, this is something that you continually build, build, and build. Uh, so, if you could find a passion for that, I think any artist with that with that mentality will do okay. Absolutely, that's very true. Um, I feel as an artist myself, um, I didn't have that aha moment until I worked in real estate. So, for those of you listening, I know I, I make a lot of uh, cross references from time to time, but I didn't really understand that until I worked in real estate because that's such a business. And I, I took a lot of the tools and things that I learned in that business and transferred those over to to music and really recognized that, okay, um, handing over the music business side to someone isn't smart. I should know what's going on. I should know the numbers, even though it may seem boring. That's so important to know what's going on with, with your career. Um, so you're not signing a contract that could potentially have you stuck or um, bankrupt, right? You hear of so many artists back in the day that were stuck in such horrible contracts. So I think that's very important. Um, so on the flip side, though, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, with this new day and age of technology and apps and, you know, there's so much you can do for yourself as an artist everything from your, you know, your music videos, editing, making your music, why use a manager? You know, with all that, if, if you are doing everything yourself and you're building your following, you know, you're learning the business, maybe you can even license your own music. You know, there's so many companies out there where you can kind of do it all yourself. You know, when, when should you get a manager and what is the benefit um, of having a manager? Say, for example, you've built a nice following of, I don't even know, you know, what the minimum would be in your eyes, but what would be the benefits of having a manager? Uh, so I, I'm, I'm sure that uh, <laughs> many managers would have multiple different answers for you. If you were to take a sample of like 10, 10 different managers, you'd probably get almost 10 different answers. But <laughs> uh, for me and my experience, I've uh, worked with and I also do music business mentoring as well. So there are artists that I've worked with that I'm not actually managing, but I'll still help them as a do-it-yourself artist and, and show them uh you know really how to maneuver with the music business. So in light of that and and uh the two different things I, I actually do uh for my company, 
you know, I've worked with more established artists and I've worked with less established artists. Um, and for me and my experience, uh, as far as when you need a manager, I, I think that varies. I think it's okay to, you know, build a relationship with a manager or business mentor um, on your own guidelines, uh, just to, you know, see if that relationship even works. There's been plenty of artists that I've worked with, um, not at a cost and just basically a trial period where as a manager, you know, it's a relationship and I'm, and I'm putting a lot of, I'm investing a lot of time, um, and sacrifice into that career and vice versa for the artist. So uh, as far as like when you want to or when you need to, obviously when when you have when you have a bigger platform, brand is established and more opportunities are coming along um, to you, it makes sense to have a manager. But I also could understand the value of having somebody that you're working with, maybe unofficially, um, or consulting with someone, or in the midst of building a relationship with somebody to lead towards uh, an official management contract. Um, So I think it just varies per artist and where they're at and also where they want to go Um, and just seeing if it's, it's a good match and something worth building. I know some, some managers won't want to do it without a fee up front. I know some managers like myself in certain circumstances, I've worked with somebody for 30 days just to see if this is an investment that I think is worthy for the both of us and would benefit both of us to even write up an official contract and move forward. Um, that That's some things that I've done. As far as your second question, why me? Why a manager, right? Um, it really stems down to teamwork. I mean, we're both in the artist collective community. Um, one of the mantras is collaboration over competition, right? There's uh, so much value in collaborating with people, networking, uh, combining platforms, and just helping push each other. And this, there's the same value in, in having a manager, of course, with the technology, of course, with the access, of course, with the social media not only may you not need a manager, you may not need a record label. You may not need um, a real support system the way we, um, the way artists may have needed it 10 years ago. Um, But that doesn't mean that there's not a benefit or value into teaming up with different people. For me, um, I just had a discussion with one of the artists I'm working with about two hours ago. And, you know, in, in the middle of the call, I was explaining the the exact value of these uh, uh, strategy calls every week that we have. And, uh, you know, it was really about me taking a lot of the business stuff off of his plate. He is very aware of the business that I do for him and a lot of the things behind the scenes. And he's very educated and has a very clear vision on where he wants his career to go. But if he personally, as an artist, has to wear... 10 different hats for his own business, where does that leave time for him to focus on his creativity? Because personally, I think it's slim to none. So really where I come in as a manager, it's still beneficial to someone who's as educated as he is 
and assertive in his own learning as he is and proactive in terms of networking um, to still team up with me because I give him the ability to make music that's himself at a high quality with good content that could resonate with his fan base and him not be as stressed out um, about trying to build his brand and reach out to this person and make sure everything's registered correctly, uh, worry about splits and payouts and everything like that, where we could just work cohesively and make sure that there's real fluidity in his business um, and continue to expand. So that's what I would say the benefit is, uh, regardless of how hands-on you are or not. Makes sense. So as an artist looking to perhaps consider a manager, what are some questions you think, or maybe even red flags artists should be aware of um, when considering a manager? For example, you know, what are the percentages that managers should be taking? Um, And I know that will probably value and I know everything is up for negotiation. And of course, uh, you don't have to share what, what your rate is if you don't feel comfortable. But I'm curious to know if there's an industry standard as far as what managers make and what artists should be on the lookout for if they are interviewing or considering different managers or if they're getting multiple offers, um, what they should be aware of. Yeah, so standard would be 10 to 20 percent um, of the artist's income. So. You know, obviously, if someone's talking about 50% of your income as a manager, I wouldn't, I would definitely question that and and try to understand why um, or what, what value they're bringing that they feel that, that they would be deserving of, you know, that, that type of percentage. Um, but yeah, it would, it would be anywhere from 10 to, 10 to 20% typically, of course, to reiterate what you said. Um, it is circumstantial and, and that, that could vary, but I would say that's the standard. Um, as far as questions, I mean, it, I, when, when, when I work nine to fives, I, I loved interviews because I, I didn't see it as being questioned. I saw it as an opportunity to see if that job was a good fit for me, the same way they're looking to see if me as an employee is a good fit for them. I see it the same way between a manager and artist. Um, don't don't be hesitant to ask questions and and just make sure that you know the manager's vision is in alignment with your vision as an artist. Um, I can't express enough how um, how important it is that the artist remembers that it's their business, it's their work, and their brand. And as an artist you should have a vision on where you want that to go. So asking questions about not only success stories with, with managers, artists, but also, you know, where did they fail? You know, and, and as a manager, it doesn't have to be something bad, but you know, where, where did they maybe make a mistake or where did they fail or where, where did something not work out? And ask for those testimonials. You know, ask ask for those referrals uh, and, and do a deep dive before you just jump into business or start uh, signing a contract just because a manager says everything that you want to hear. Uh, don't be hesitant to reach out to those artists. If they say that, yeah, I've, I've worked with this artist and 
you know, we've sat down with, you know, five different label heads, da da da, or you know, like like actually follow up with those artists and 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 try to see if this information is correct. I think that's professional and and very okay. Um, so really, I w- I would just do a deep dive into uh, the credibility of the manager. Uh, be upfront, be transparent, and ensure that that your guys's and uh, your guys's visions really align. Um, and that that that'd be my suggestion in terms of really partnering with with managers. You know, I I never I I'm not gonna say never, but I really do try <laughs> to refrain from even trying to refer to the artists I work with as my artists or anything like that. I really want everybody on the outside and everybody on the inside, including my artists to understand that it's a partnership. That's how I see it. It's just a partnership. We have the same goal, but we just play different roles to achieve that same goal. So um, I think that's most important. Ask those questions to just confirm that, that you're uh, you're in alignment with your manager. Or- yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, So I want to switch gears a little bit. Um, As you know, we talk a lot about, you know, topics like self-awareness and um, presence and the power of now and things like that. So I would love to ask you, what does self-awareness mean to you? Right now, it means it means everything. Um, I'll I'll admit, I'll be the first to admit there's been times that I haven't put self-awareness as a priority. Uh, but certainly right now it means a lot. Um, probably about three months before I launched my uh, management company, you know, I was, I was gearing up for it. You know, I decided to go completely sober. I didn't have like an, an addiction problem or anything like that, but I wanted to be in my most clear mindset. Um knowing the work that I was going to have to put in and knowing the energy that I was going to have to have to keep pushing. And, um, you know, it's, it started there just trying to, trying to find my true self, my most sober self and my best self. And, you know, you, you've played a huge role in my self-awareness as well. Um, I've been able to make meditation a consistency throughout my day-to-day life. Uh, which is something that's helped out as well, uh, especially in in a lifestyle that's so busy. Um, I'm hopping on phone call to phone call, going to a studio, um, reaching out to different people, just conversation after conversation. Sometimes my days, you know, my nights could go late into the night. Sometimes I'm up very early. I just feel like I'm constantly moving. The ability to, at least during the week, take a minimum of five minutes, you know, in the middle of the day to just be present and, and appreciate being here in the now. Um, that's something that has truly kept me balanced and really been able to help me discover myself a bit more. I, I do many other things like working out consistently and, and practice other disciplines. Um, but I really understand how everything is full circle in terms of uh, like when I used to work out a lot, but I would always eat out and I'd sit here and wonder why, uh, you know, why am I not losing weight or why, why do I still have a belly? Because I was only doing one portion of, you know, my physical health. And there's so many other portions that I needed to do. 
And I'm just understanding in, in these in these uh, couple months here, um, like it takes a lot of different things to really be self-aware, and that that comes from self-education, that comes from you know your your spiritual health, your emotional health, physical health. There's so many different aspects. So just being aware of those things and understanding that you can't just do one portion to really grow you i really believe that you know it's it's very it's like a bunch of different variables that you do all together and you'll start seeing real growth in your life and that's what i've personally experienced and um i just feel blessed like really the, i can't express enough like how much the meditation has helped and i feel like that was uh definitely a portion that i was missing for some time and I actually grew up going to a church that focused on meditation. So it's interesting how I grew up going through that lifestyle and I left it during a point in time in my life. And now I'm coming back and I'm just, I feel great. And, and I'm just really appreciating the ability to have the discipline to, you know, actually take that time to meditate. That's interesting. Um, which if you, if you're open to sharing, um, which, uh, religion was it that included meditation uh, in, so, their, in the it, church? Never yeah. heard of that. So it's, I, I guess you could say it is a Christian-based church. It's called Unity in Chicago, if you've heard of it. But um, it, it is, it does bring meditation in it as well. So we pray. There's, you know, we definitely go through the Bible uh, but yeah, a big portion of it is also um, on, on meditation. And that's that's been a portion of my childhood uh, for a, for the majority of my life, honestly. Uh, it was probably after high school when I was like trying to figure out college and everything where I really stopped going to church. But my mom, you know, I, I didn't have an option. If I was living under my mom's roof, I had to go to church every Sunday. So I was always there. I'll admit in high school, I don't think I always received it as much uh, in terms of actually putting myself in a space to receive the value of meditation and actually having a spiritual connection. Uh, but like I said, that that comes with my growth and, and me prioritizing my self-development and awareness. And now that I'm able to get back to it, um, I'm just really appreciative that, that I'm able to do that. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an awesome church. I love it. It's super welcoming. Um, another difference is, you know, we have, um, uh, we, we have a big demographic of like, not, not a huge demographic, but it's welcoming to, to homosexuals as well. So, you know, a lot of religions and churches are, I don't think are as welcoming, uh, but we definitely do have a demographic at our church. Um, which just brings perspective to life, you know, and just like seeing how other people live. And um, it's really put me in an interesting place, especially in terms of now where there's so many different perspectives in uh, a time of a lot of tension. And it, it really, I think a lot of that experience of being around so many different types of people for the majority of my life has given me the opportunity to really be able to sit with my thoughts and make logical and intentional decisions and discussions 
instead of just like responding with emotion. So I'm appreciative of my church and the experiences that I've been able to have um, and just how open the church is in general. Um, you know, it's they don't promote any specific thing, but they just really accept, accept love. They really just promote love because they accept everybody, all walks of life. Um, anybody who, who wants to join the congregation is welcome with, with open arms. So super dope. I love it. So <laughs> Fantastic. Um, what advice would you give to anyone listening that may, you know, be feeling especially discouraged in this time? I know you mentioned that you took some time to kind of go inward and self-reflect and, you know, uh, we're, we're, recording this podcast still in the midst of a, a pandemic technically. Right. Um, and you know, with what's happening in the world as far as, um, the movement and with the passing of George Floyd just about two weeks ago and just all of this chaos is kind of happening. And there's definitely a lot of division and, um, people having difference of opinions when it comes to so many issues. So what advice would you give to anyone that's kind of maybe feeling discouraged or feeling like they're in the midst of that chaos and division? What advice would you give? Um, like just generally anybody or more in the music industry, like artists and things of that nature. Um, I mean, I guess, I guess for artists, but more so in general, I think at the end of the day, we're, we're all human first. Um, I think what's so beautiful about being an artist is that, you know, we take our human emotions and we can pour it into our art. That's what's, you know, that is how we make music and that is how we're able to make it relatable to humans, right? To people that listen to our music. I think sometimes when we, create a song that's too vague or too general it doesn't stick and I, I I'm guilty of that myself um it's the song that's so simple and so catchy or just so to the point that typically people like the most and I'm like the song that I kind of really thought out people are like oh it was okay it's usually the one that's so like simple people right. connect to and it's because it's relatable and it's because it's to the point and it's because it's an experience they also had and it just comes back to human you know relatability so i think advice just for for anyone that's listening that's just feeling kind of like uh can't things just go back to the way they used to be and i think it's pretty apparent things will never really fully go back to the way they used to be so what advice would you give to anyone that's feeling a little bit down maybe right now yeah, I'd say for people who are uh, feeling down, um, I, I'd say I'd say this something that's that's helped me, and I think could be applicable to to a lot of different people. Um, it does stem down to perspective, and these are super super tough times. And the the way one one I look at that phrase of can, can we just go back to how it used to be? I mean. Personally, I, I think there were so many things that weren't right, but we were just acclimated to it that we accepted it. But I think this has woken a lot of people up where, you know, at, even ask yourself, do you want it to go back to that? You know, and we're in the midst of change. 
So I think change is scary for everybody. Uh, I know it is for myself. And something that I continually remind myself is to find appreciation in in places of, of being uncomfortable. So um, it took me a while to be able to accept that mentality. Uh, but I've actually challenged myself to continue to put myself in uncomfortable scenarios. And um, for people, for people in society right now, I think the majority of, of every, the majority of society is uncomfortable right now. You know, no matter where you're from or, or how specifically you're affected, I think there's a lot of people who are uncomfortable. And just always remember that when you put yourself in an uncomfortable scenario, it allows the opportunity uh, for you to grow. It allows the opportunity for you to possibly come out of that scenario, a better version of yourself. So in the midst of everything going on, um, when people may be feeling a lot of hate, people may be feeling sad, uh, people may be feeling confused, uncertain, uh, flat out uncomfortable. You know, I, I think it's just important that we remember that when we're in these scenarios and these times, there is an opportunity for, for positive change as well and, and staying optimistic. Uh, so that would be my advice to anybody feeling down or feeling stuck or feeling like they just can't get ahead. Uh, just remember that, you know, you have that ability within yourself uh, and you, you have that greatness inside of yourself to take this opportunity and, and change for the better and, and spread that same energy and spread that love um, as far as you can with as many people as you can. And I truly believe in energy. I believe that, uh, you know, if, if we're able to keep passing along positive energy and positive change that, that we'll be able to have control over positive change. So that would be my, my suggestion to people who are struggling during these times. I think that's fantastic. And, um, you articulated that so well, find appreciation in places that are uncomfortable. Very, very well said. Um, JC, thank you so much for coming on Vibe Talk Music. I learned a lot. I hope everybody listening learned a lot. Um, every guest that comes on, I always ask the same thing. Any parting words of wisdom that you want to give to people that are listening? Just kind of like some words of wisdom you live by um, that you want to share with everyone before we sign off. I'd, I'd say this, and this goes for whether you're in the music industry or not. Uh, continue to love yourself and continue to hold yourself accountable for being authentic. Uh, don't, don't find pressure to be something that you're not. Um, just continue to be yourself, under, love yourself, be comfortable with yourself, and uh, appreciate your uniqueness and, and uh, authenticity. You know, it goes a long way. And, and when other people feel how comfortable you could be in your own skin, it really motivates other people who aren't comfortable in their own skin to do the same. So continue to love yourself, be authentic and, and be you. Love that. Fantastic. Um, JC, tell everyone how they can best support you and where they can follow you. Yeah. So um, I have 
uh, Facebook platform and Instagram. Uh, my Facebook, you could actually find me under John Catalani. And the last name is a little long, so spelled C-A-T-E-L-L-A-N-I. Um, and in parentheses, it is under JC as well. So you should be able to find me there. You could also follow the business page on Facebook of Topside Management. And then on Instagram, you could find me under JC underscore uh, T as in Tom, P as in Peter, S, D as in dog, M as in Mary, G, M, T. So the abbreviation of Topside Management. So Jason underscore topside management abbreviation. So uh, I appreciate you vibe queen. And this has been awesome. Um, I learned a lot on my end as well, and just look forward to continually collaborating with you and supporting you any way possible too. Absolutely. And I'll have all those links in the episode. So um, we'll definitely stay connected. And um, that's the beautiful thing about uh, the community that we're in. You know, I love that you mentioned the mantra before it's all about, um, collaboration over competition. And, you know, it's all about an abundant mindset. doesn't matter if you're in the same industry, if you do the same thing, because one manager may not be the right fit for another artist. So if you have that abundant mindset, um, there's plenty for everyone to win and to make it and to go to the top together. So I'm excited to, to be on this journey with you, JC. Um, so thank you again for coming on. I know we're going to stay in touch and um, yeah, we'll talk again soon. So thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.